on page 12, the last Sif Gimel of this Mimer. And just to recap, we just said in the previous page, whenever we ask for Hashem something, request for Hashem, supplicate before Him, we always say that the request is Mina Shamayim. Habit Mishamayim, Hashkifim, Ein Kotchka Mina Shamayim. And also in Shlema, in his inauguration of Bisa Mikdash, Atatishma Hashamayim, specifically directing his request to Shamayim. What is the idea of requesting from Shamayim? So he said that, what is the first idea of Shemayim? Shemayim, the Midrash says, is made up of Eish and Mayim put together. Um, and in the Sfiris, that refers to Chesed, Gevura, and Tiferes. This level of Shemayim is basically the Ikriya Midas, the main Midas of the world of Atzilis. Because Eish is Gevura, which Eish, its nature is to go up, just like Gevura in general is Yistalkus Ashpa, Minyas Ashpa, Yistalkus going back to its source. And Mayim, which is its Teva, is to go down. That's the idea of Ashpa, of Chesed, of Chesed. And then when you put them together, like it says in the Medrash, Pesachan Zebazeh, you scramble them up together, Shemaim, that's the idea of Tiferes, which is a mixture of Chesed and Gebura. So in general, Shemaim is the Klolos Abides Zabatilis. And even within the word Shemaim itself, you have the word Mayim and in, in completely all the letters of Mayim in there. And then the word Aish is also there, only Shin though. However, the Aleph is made up from the way you pronounce the word Shin and Shemaim. Shaw, Mayim, Shaw, the A sound is. is Expressed by the letter Aleph, that's what makes the comet's all sound. Whereas, like a Yud is like a Chirik sound. Anyway, so Shin, so the Shin is there, really not completely there. And that's what's the reason for that, that only Mayim is there, which symbolizes Chesed, because Zah is Rubei Chesod, Zacher Chazdei, the male aspect, which is Zah of Atilis, is mainly made up of the main theme is Chesed. And also, this idea of Mayim hints to even a higher level of Chesed, Kichabit Chesed, Hashem's essential Chesed. Which this property, this attribute of Hashem, it's it's something which is the main theme of all of the midos. Like it says, Hashem that the days Hashem commands His kindness. And the Zayar says that this is referring to Chesed, which this is the day which goes with all the days, meaning it permeates through all of the days of creation, which each day of creation stands for another one of the six midos. So we see that Chesed is the overwhelming theme of the midos. And this is the reason why we ask Hashem, whenever we ask for blessings from Hashem, from Hashemayim. In heaven they shall have mercy. Because the intent is that the drawing down of the godly energy from Hashem should be channeled through the Midas, the Sphiris of Atzilis. Because when it is channeled down through the Midas, then all of a sudden it says, Then the, basically the Ashba goes to the, to the right place. that To the people that are acting properly. To Kedusha, not to Klippa. Because... From the perspective of the Midas, the Ava, love, is the primis of Chesed, and Sina is the primis of Gura. And therefore, when the godly Hashpah is drawn down through the Midas, then they specifically is drawn down to the um, Kedusha. And the reason is, two things here, really. One is because, like I said, the overwhelming property theme of the Midas is Chesed. Whereas if the Hashpah would not be channeled through the Midas, it would be in a way, like we're going to say, like it is in during Golis, which is just a direct Hashpah from Ayurin Seif, which totally transcends any definitions, and therefore is above, so to say, this being defined as of good and bad, of Ayur and Cheshach, etc. So therefore the Hashpah could go to anywhere. Whereas when it's cha- channeled through the Midas, which the overwhelming theme of the Midas is Chesed, therefore it only goes to the Chesed in a kind way to, the, to those who act properly. And also, another reason is because when it's channeled through these defined, limited channels of the Midas, which Mida itself implies limitation, measurement, then the Oyer comes down to a defined Mugdur type of Metzias. 
There's already Hagdoris here. There's already Chilukim. There's Oyer. There's Cheshech. There's Klipa. There's Tuma. There's, Yis- there's Yisrael. There's Amim. And therefore, at this level, where the Oyer is shining in a pneumistic way within the Midas, the Oyer already recognizes differences, so to say. That godly energy now recognizes where is the proper place to be Nishbatu, to be given over to. Therefore, it's obvious Yaakov is Esasanesi. Therefore, it starts recognizing that I only want to give to to energy, to blessings, to the, the positive, whereas the negative I don't want to give. And whereas if the Oyer would not be channeled through the Midas, it would be above these definitions, and therefore it could be given over abundance of Ashba, even to the negative forces. So that's what it is. But in the, it continues. In time of Golis, it says that time of Golis. This oyer, which usually is nimshach through the midas, and now is removed and goes back to its source within Hashem's very essence, to a level which which the midas don't have any importance there whatsoever. And even the highest midah, the highest sphere of chachma, is considered just like physical action compared to that essence of Hashem. And all the more so, the midas are nothing compared to that level, which are, the midas are lower than chachma. Because in that level of divinity, Hashem's very essence, light, darkness, darkness is like light, light is like darkness, nothing has any importance. And therefore, from that level, you can have this concept of Golis, that basically the Shibud Malchis, that the other nations can be in power over the, the um, over Yisrael. So and from this level, therefore, you can have such a concept of Golis. There can be a Hamshach of Ashba, even to the Umay Seulam, to the Ertrad people who are not acting according to Hashem's will. And that's what it means when it says that specifically the, the, the nations of the world receive their ashpa of energy from Ram, the Rehma Musa Hashem. How Hashem is totally above being channeled through the Midas, meaning before there's this concept of Ischalkas, of Hagdaris, etc. Mitzah, that's Musa, who's totally above the realm of worlds, higher and lower, and the worlds have no importance and no connection to him whatsoever at that level. From that can be drawn down this concept of Golis, that the Umay Sa'ilam have a rulership over the Jewish people, and they um, subjugate them. And like it says, the Goyim Merakte Be'echolei, Vushesik, it can be such a concept even that the, the non-Jews who are worshipping idols and going against Hashem are dancing in the Heichol of the base of Mikdash, and nothing is happening. There's not being any, any punishment for them. Because at that level, Hashem's essence, even the, the, the spider, which is such a despicable creature, a expression of tuma, it doesn't mean anything when it's in the huge chamber of the king. Because it's such a small being compared to this great chamber of the king. It has no importance. So, so too, at that level of Hashem's essence, nothing has any importance. Therefore, even the people that are going against Hashem can still exist and get that energy. So all the, the worlds, the higher worlds, lower worlds, are, are nothing compared to Hashem's essence. That's what it means, that even the level of Nisqa, which is Seviv Kolomim, which is just an external Shmoy, just external part of divinity, even that doesn't directly give energy to the world. It's only a the external ray from the Seviv Kolomim goes into the um, being an inner life force of Eretz Hashemayim. And that's what it means, when Hashem ascends back, that means when the godly energy is removed from that external ray which enclosed in the which is channeled through the Midas and goes back up to the Shem's essence, then all the worlds have no importance whatsoever at that level. And therefore the conduct the conduct of the worlds at that time is in a way of sleep, so to say. Just like a person down here, in the time of sleep, his kaychis of Seychelamides, intellect and emotions are be stalkless, they're not being poil in a revealed way. Therefore you can have this unification of opposites during a dream, etc. And therefore the only thing is left during sleep is the Kaychadimi. 
the power of imagination, which is just a external trace from the inner koichis. And that is the state that the world is in during the time of Golos, that the early key is not shining in an internal way in the Midas, and therefore the Midas, basically the way of make the way of good and bad, these differences are not tefis mukim, they're not important at that level during Golos, because the Uyr is all the way back to Shem's essence, where all these differences don't have any importance. So therefore there can be the concept of Golos, of the Shlita of the Umeselem on Yisrael. Now, see if Gimel. So now we're understanding the analog for this above, this idea of sleep during Golos. The time of Golos, of exile, is a time, so to say, of sleep by in godliness, by Hashem. As if to say, obviously Hashem is not sleeping, but the concept, there is an aspect of sleep which is Shaykh to Elokos, which we're going to speak about. Like it says, I am sleeping. In the verse, what does that mean? There's, what does it mean? I'm sleeping, it means specifically during Golis. But this verse is referring to specifically to the Nishamis. Ani here is referring to the Nishamis. The Jewish souls are in a state of sleep during Golis. The time of Golis, the souls are in a state of sleep. They're in a state of sleep that their inner koiches of Sechlabidis are not being poiled the same way, meaning they don't have that same intellectual and emotional connection with godliness. Than they would during the time of um, the time of the Beis Hamikdash when we're not in the time of Golis. During that time, when there's a revelation of godliness, so then a person experiences godliness in a real way in his intellect and emotions. Whereas now, his intellect and emotions are in a state of sleep; they're not being pulled as much, and therefore he doesn't experience that intellectual emotional experience of godliness in a real tangible way. The Tamadavar, who the reason why the Nishamis are in a state of sleep during Golis, because that's the state of things also in godliness at the time of Golis. And however it is, Lamaila, that's how it reflects also down here. In the time of Golis, the state of the world is in a state of sleep. Like it's implied in the verse, he says, Hashem should wake up. Hashem should wake up because he is sleeping. And also it says, Wake up for why are you sleeping, Hashem? What does this mean that Hashem should wake up from his sleep of Golis? It means that there should be a arousal and there should be a revelation of Hashem's divinity of godliness within, channeled through the Midas Elianus, channeled through the emotive, emotive attributes. And then, like we said earlier, that's when the Chilukim start, the differences and the all the um, definitions of good and bad, of light and darkness start, and therefore at that level, the Shamas Yisrael are the Jewish souls are seen as an important thing. And that level is specifically the Hashem loves Yaakov, meaning all of a sudden you start to see the differences between godliness takes on a certain seer where now there's good and bad, there's diff- there's definitions of good and bad, light and darkness. So that's what we're meaning when we say, please wake up Hashem because you are sleeping. Meaning we want there to be a state of his from the state of sleep where the oyer is being nostalgic back to the atmos. Shem's very essence, where there is no importance to any differences, any definitions within creation. Therefore, there can be this concept of Golis, the Shlita of the Umayselam. <coughs> but we're asking that Shem should wake up, meaning that there should be a Shpah of the divine energy through, channeled through the Midas, in order that there, these Chilukim should exist again, and therefore only the Shpah should be drawn down only to the Kedusha, not to Klippa. On the Mechdeh but now, how can we have this concept of Hashem waking up? In order to bring about that there should be a drawing down of Godliness channeled through the emotive attributes of Etzilis, in order that we should be near the Dabr Chashuv, that the Hashpa should be drawn down only to the Mokim Heroi, only comes about through self nullification, getting rid of the feeling of ego. 
surrender of the self to Hashem. And how is this brought about, this state of Bittl, which can bring down the Hamshacha, so to say, to wake up Hashem from the sleep of Golis? This is brought about through Bittl. And how is Bittl brought about? Through the Hillel Vashvach, through praising Hashem. And that is the whole point of Sukkot Zimna, like we're going to say, and that's the preparation for the Avodah of Krishma, which is the recognizing Hashem is the Hashem Echad, that all the worlds are totally bottled to Hashem, and that the Hashem, the level of godliness which transcends nature, is infused within nature. So basically, in order to reach the Avodah of Krishma, which is basically recognizing Hashem as the Bittl, the ultimate Metzias, and we are just totally nothing compared to Him, that's only through Psukhita Zimna, which is praising Hashem versus a praise. And that eventually is what is going to bring down, wake Hashem up from Golis, and make it that the godly energy should be drawn down through, channeled through the Midas. So this is the idea of hill of praise and uh, of Hashem, singing Hashem's praises. This brings about Bittl. Like we see by way of analogy in the physical world. When a person praises, gives praises to a very lofty person, like a very, very wise man or a huge king, very exalted king. The actual just praising of this very uplifted, lofty person brings about effects within a person, a certain type of bittel, the person who's giving the praise. At that moment, he's saying, I recognize your greatness and I am nothing compared to you and I'm praising you for that reason that you're so much higher than me. So therefore, it's being, it's basically a recognition of how I am nothing. It's a, so that, that hill itself, when you're expressing how that person is so much more than you, that is really bringing about a bittle, a self-effacement within you. So now let's understand this in godliness. <clears throat> so bittle is going to bring about the hisaitis, the hamshacha, into the channel through the midas which is brought about through hill uh, shvach, so in Godliness, it says, to you Hashem is the greatness, the might, Tiferes, the beauty, etc. It ends off in that, in that uh, parsha over there, that everything in the heavens and the earth belongs to you. These two expressions, to, to you Hashem, are the greatness, etc., and and the whole heaven, heavens and the earth all belong to you as all one level, referring to one level in godliness. So it's going to explain that if you actually look at the words, is gematria 50, and also is just the other way around, which is also gematria 50. And therefore they both, they're both symbolize, they both indicate the same godly level. And also in the Pashtas, what does it mean, L'cha Havayagdula, to you Hashem as the greatness? Basically all good qualities come from you Hashem. That's the same thing as V'chol Bashamayim of it's everything within the heavens and the earth, everything within creation is to you. So it's the same idea, the Pashtas and V'pnimis. But there is one difference. This expression, to you Hashem, is the greatness, the might, etc., that is expressing it in a way of of an ascent from below to above. You're saying that all these qualities are all to you. They're all ascending to you. That is the idea of That's the, it's the same level, but in a way of ascent. Whereas everything in heaven and earth belongs to you. That 
shows upon a drawing down of godliness from above to below. <coughs> so they're the same level, <coughs> the same idea, but just expressed in a hala or hamshacha. So l'cha Hashem, to you Hashem, that's like, for, that's like for the nivroim lamata, the creations down here saying every, all these good qualities all belong to you. So it's like they're giving it all up to Hashem. That's from lamata lamayla. The chol Hashemayim va'aretz is really Hashem, from Hashem's perspective above, saying everything in this world belongs to me. So it's Hashem being master over all of creation from above. And also, if you look at it the other way, it's a way of, we're going to say that this, Gematria of Lamed Chaf is the referring to the Nun Sha'i Bina, the 50 gateways of, gateways of Bina, which is basically the connection of the intellect to the emotions, the gate between intellect and emotions. So L'cha Hashem Agdula Bagvuda, all these, this is actually enumerating all the emotive attributes. Gdula is Chesed Gvuda, and then Tiferes, Neitzachid, Yisoid is all enumerated here. And we're all saying that all these emotions are L'cha to you. So it's the emotions going back up to their source in intellect to you through the gate of Bina. Whereas Kichol Bashamayim Vaoritz, Chol is also the, the 50 gateways of Bina, but in a way of above to below, that it's going from the intellect and through the gate of Bina into the emotions. And that's also maybe Yeshlimar, that why the letters are backwards. Lucha is, there's Lucha to you, that's from below to above, whereas Chol, the Chaf, is first instead of the Lamid which maybe that signifies that it's going from above to below. Maybe. Um, even though these two ideas of l'cha and chol are the same level, but they're different in their ideas, that one of them is halah and one of them is amshacha, the l'cha hu halah v'chol hu amshacha, one of them is a ascent and one of them is a descent, im Nevertheless, they're totally equal because they, we see that they're gematria, their in their value in numbers of these letters are totally are um, exactly the same. They're both fifty. Sha'ila nun, nun bina. This refers to the fifty gateways of bina. And we know anything that has the same gematria shows that it's not just a uh, similar idea. It's actually the same toichin, the same idea. So even though they both show they're the same level, just in a different way, in a amshachar and halah. The commandment is al nun bina Like the sages say about these. 50 gateways of understanding, that there were 50 gateways of understanding that were created in the world, and to Moshe there was given 49 of them. Like it says. Anyway, 50 gateways of Bina. There could be two ways of approaching these gateways. You're going up to, the, through the gateways, from the emotions to the intellect, or down from the emo, from the intellect into the emotions, which is the difference between the and Salah, going up to the intellect, or Chol, Hamshacha, down from the intellect. Tehine. Hamidah, so now let's explain the idea of the 50 gateways of Bina a little bit. What exactly is this level? The creation of, in, of emotions is from is according to the intellect. What does that mean? We're going to explain. This is the idea of the gateways of understanding. Because in order that there should be created the emotions from the intellect, it's only through the gateways, the passageways of understanding. Which What is that exactly? That means the leaning, the tendency of leaning of the intellect itself towards emotions. That's the level within intellect which already starts to be shaykh, to relate to emotions. Which in other places, it's the spilus the intellectual excitement, not just the cold intellectual understanding, but when you start getting excited within your mind, which the idea of excitement is a emotive attribute, emotive property more. So this Shari Bina, the gateways to Bina, is really the within understanding, the gateway 
the passageway into emotive experience. The bina he aim abanim because bina we know is called the aim abanim the mother of children. Aim abanim smecham. Specifically, how do you give birth to the children, to which are emotions, the emotions of the intellect? That's through understanding. When you have a true understanding of the details, of the analogies, of the all the explanations of the concept, that's when you can start to have emotions for it. Whereas when it's just in a state of chokhmah, the initial flash of it, you don't relate to it at all, therefore you can't have emotions yet. So Bina is the aim, is the mother for the children. To me, they say banim. And the emotions are the children of Bina. O Bina, him aim habanim. So that's why Bina is called the mother of the children, because Bina specifically, that stage in intellectual process is what gives birth to the emotions. When you have a true you've truly digested the idea and you've really made it yours where you understand it in a true way, not just you get the flash of it, you, but you can't really relate to it yet. Only when you reach that stage of Bina, that's when you can give birth to emotions. That's why Bina is the mother and the emotions are the children. And the emotions, they reside within the heart. When you contemplate within your intellect that this thing, whatever, what you're ta- whatever you're thinking about is good for you, you're thinking about even something physical. That's when you bring about a intellectual leaning to that specific emotion of love. So here is the gateway of bina. When you contemplate something and you are in, you're within the stage of bina, or understanding all the details and the breadth and the width of the whole idea through the analogies and explanations, etc. Then you create hatoya, a leaning, an experience within your mind, which is an intellect, which is a emotion experience. And that's when you already start to be leaning towards that certain emotion. And this intellectual leaning is the gateway, the passageway through which there will eventually will be born the emotion, the actual emotion, not just the intellectual excitement leaning towards that emotion. So that's the idea of Shari Bina, the intellectual leaning of the mind after the stage of Bina to that specific emotion experience. Now every emotion, every one of the midas, the emotions, is in its complete state when it's included with all the other seven emotions. As it's known that the idea of emotions can be in a state of iskalos, of inclusiveness together. And the only time the emotion is truly complete is when it is included with all the other emotions together. And that's why when you have seven, which are seven emotions, times seven, all the seven emotions together with each emotion, that's memtes, that's 49. And the etzma bina, and then the actual bina, level of bina itself, who's sharanun. That's the actual 50th gateway. So basically, nun sharabina, why is it called the nun sharabina? Because this is the gateway within your intellect, within your understanding, which is going to give rise to emotions. So why is it nun sharabina then 50 gates? Because this is the 50th is Bina itself, but 49 is all the emotions, how they're in their complete state, which each emotion is included with the other emotion, and therefore it's 49 within the 50, because this is a gate which, give rise to, which gives rise to emotion, to every single type of emotion, all the 49 different combinations of emotions. So that is the Etzma Bina Sharhanun. And just like a physical gateway, it's used for enter, entering and exiting, and that's the same idea of the of this nun bina, this bina itself, is the gateway towards your emotions. Meaning that your intellect can go down from the ispilus sichlis into actual emotion in the heart, or that the it can be that's the idea of yitzia. It's the exiting from the intellect into the emotions, or that the emotions also, the nun the shara bina can also be a 
entrance for the emotions to be uplifted and to become absorbed back in their source within intellect. And this is what it means when we say when you count all the seven emotions that all of them are to you in a state of halah, of ascent from below, from the emotional state to above to go back to their source. All the emotive attributes are going back to their source. Shuhu Aliyah Samides. This is referring to the ascent of the emotive attributes back to their source in, within intellect. And then after that, it says that everything that you, everything you is basically yours within the heavens of the earth, which means, like I said, the same word, same gematria as koil, which is 50, referring to the 50 gateways of Bina, because Bina is not just the um, entrance for the emotions to go back to the intellect, but also the exit. It's the shar of Kinesi Yitzit. Therefore, the, all the 49 emotions are also going in a state of descent from the intellect, intellectual level down into the emotions. Shuham Shachas which refers to the drawing down of the light and the revelation of godliness. In every Hamshacha, like we said in the beginning, every drawing down of godliness is, and revelation of divinity is only through a state of Bittal, of self nullification, that comes before that Hamshacha. We started this by saying that um, the time of Golas is a Shina, as a type of a state of sleep by Hashem, where there's not a revelation of divinity within the intellect and the emotions. The reason is because the reason why we, the Neshama Yisrael, experience a state of sleep within our Avedis Hashem is because that we don't have this in, emotional, intellectual connection so much easily with Hashem, is because also Lamaila is the same thing. The goldless is the time of Shina. Um, and the idea we're saying to Hashem to wake up is the that there should be an awakening, a revelation of godliness within the Midas, that through that channeling of the divinity, focusing it into the Midas, then the Nishami Sisrael are seen as a Dover Chashuv. Like I said, that's when all the definitions take hold and start to happen. The definitions of seeing Kedusha and Klipa, etc. However, in order to bring about this Hamshacha of this drawing down of divinity into the Midas, it only comes through bittel, and that's the whole idea of the hill and the shvach, of praising. When you praise somebody that's so much greater than you, you're expressing how you're totally bottled and nothing compared to them. So the etzem hill vashvach that itself pale is pale a bittel in the person, because he is realizing why am I praising this person because I'm nothing compared to them, and so too we can understand that above that every type of amshacha, amshacha within the midos is only through a bittel. Like you said that the Basically, most of these, both of these ideas are um, same idea of nunchalibina, the exit or the entrance of the emotions from the intellect or into the intellect. And we explain what the nunchalibina are, the hatoya b'moya chabina el hamida. And so, therefore, in order to have kichol b'shemayim vaoritz, this idea of namshacha into the midas from the moichin, you first have to have l'chol havayagdula. To you, Hashem, I'm uplifting my emotions. Meaning, I'm giving everything, all my emotive experience, all my human experience, which a human is mainly defined by his emotions. Like it says in other places in Chassidus, that really your emotions are what define you, not your intellect. Even though your intellect is something deeper within you, but your emotions more defines what you are, who, what type of person you are. Whereas your intellect can be totally disconnected and very far from actually affecting who you are. Whereas your emotional state is really defining the person. So giving up your whole emotional state, your whole person, to Hashem, uplifting your emotions to Hashem, what is that? That is a total bittel. 
So L'cha is expressing this idea of bittel, and every Yamshacha can only come through a state of bittel beforehand. And that's why it says L'cha but it's only after all that. After you uplift your whole emotional state to Hashem, then then you can draw down drawing down a revelation of divinity that comes through the bittel of the L'cha Vayagdula. So now we can return to also the Pesukah de Zimra, which is the Halil, that it should be from the Oimri Ahalil, the Goimri Ahalil, those who finish the Halil, which Goimri is Mashmela in Yinav Achana, Zo Halil is Havaya Minishamayim, praise Havaya from the heavens, praise Hashem from the heavens. Shuham Shachas Ha'ir Vagili Me'ir Ha'atilus, this is referring to the drawing down of the godly energy, revelation of divinity from the light of Atilus, because Halu, the praise, is the bittel like we said the hill the etzim hill itself is a bittel in the person that's giving the praise realizing that i'm why am i praising because i'm nothing compared to this entity which i'm praising so the praising of hashem is really the state of bittel which comes before the hamshacha so drawing down havaya basically the simple energy of hashem from the highest levels of godliness through the halu through the bittel and from that level that the divinity is drawn down from the Shemayim, then it goes down, like it enumerates later in that same Tehillim, same capital, it says, then how praise him in the heights, and it says that the heights, the angels, and the hosts, which are referring to in general, the three worlds, the created worlds of Briya So you're drawing down the divinity through the Hadlu, through the Bittal, basically permeating, going through all the steps of all of creation. What does this mean more in general? Through your contemplation, the hachana, what you're doing, doing the verses of praise, thinking about how Hashem is so much greater than me, and the, the greatness of Hashem, and how He is so much removed from my limited reality, that he's bainerness, and therefore you come to the state of hill. You're praising him because you realize how great he is and how little I am. That he's bainerness, which gives rise to the hill, which automatically gives rise to a bittel, it's poil bittel in the person. That's how you can come to the divine service of saying the Shema, like we said, which means, which that divine service is Hashem Echot. The recognition that all the creation, all the worlds are totally unified and totally nullified to Hashem, to the godly energy which enlivens them and creates them every moment. So how do you prepare yourself for this avoida of Kriyashma is only through through the Zbainunus of everything which talks about which basically helps you realize that Hashem is so great and therefore your Zama, you're singing the praises of Hashem which poils a bitl within you and therefore allows for the Hamshacha drawing down of godliness within to creation and the revelation of Hashem's presence within all the worlds, and basically the revelation of this fact that Hashem is totally echad, that all the worlds are totally unified with Him. So, Amr that is now we can return to what the original mind were started with. Rabbi Yisi said, May it be that my portion should be with those who finish the Halil every day. Which we said earlier, the Halil here is referring to Pesukah Zimna, and specifically to the two main Kapitlach is Kufmem Ches and Kufnun. That I should be from the Goimri Hal, especially Goimri because Gmar is Miloshna Chana for something else. Because, like you just said, Pesukhidzim is just a Chana to come to the recognition of the unity of Hashem and the Bittal of the Olamis to Hashem during Krishna. 
Um, and so why do we say it should be from the Gremian Halabachol Yom every day, like we said in the beginning, in my the question. Because the whole idea of day implies revelation. Like it says, Hashem called to the Oyer, to the light, day. So we see that the whole idea of day is defined by Oyer, by Gili, by light. So the whole idea of, of day, which says here, is the idea of revelation. Basically, like we said earlier, that through the being from the Halal, basically the Hachana that you make during Pesukah de Zimra, which is the idea of Halil, of being Mahalal Hashem, which is Poyol Abitol, the person who is praising, because he's realizing how he's nothing, that itself is bringing out the idea of Bechol Yoim, the idea of Yoim, the idea of revelation. Like I said, any Hamshach al comes through Hakdama of Bitol Nomata, and that is the idea of Pesukah de Zimra. The Yoim Hu Inyanagili, Bechol Yoim, why does it say every single day, Bechol Yoim Hu, that every day, meaning every type of revelation that a person will have, which the revelation of godliness in our experience, human experience, comes about through our comprehension, our ability to understand and to connect to any godly idea, any godly energy which we're thinking about. So every revelation through our comprehension of divinity will be brought about through the hachana of Sukkot it will be according to the preface of the divine service of the praises, the verses of praise. What you said is a, basically the spainness of the greatness of Hashem, which is brings a person to Mahal Hashem and his greatness, which is poil, brings about a state of bittel in the person. Any revelation the person will have is only going to come about through this state of bittel, which he brings about during Pesukah Zimrim. So that's why it says, any type of yoyim, any type of gili the person will have. It's only going to be through the Gaim Nehal, through this Bainus and the hill of the Bittal of Sukhazimit. And like we said earlier, that's why it says Gaim Nehal, Valoy Oim Nehal, not those who say Hal. The Kvanasa Hal, Sukhazimit, who Bishfield Love Love, the Krishmach, the Krishmash, Mahul, Havaya Echod. Because the whole inner purpose of saying the Sukhazimit of Hal is, like we said, Gemara's Mashanachana is something which is just a, a preparation. You're finishing it as a preparation for something else. The whole purpose of being saying the Pesukah de Zimna, the first of praise, is in order to come to the divine service of Kishma, of saying the Shema, which the divine service is Havaya Echod, which means to recognize how Hashem and His energy is totally one with all of creation. Creation is not a separate identity, it doesn't have its own identity, rather, it's totally one with Hashem. And to recognize the one who spoke, meaning Hashem and the world, and brought the world into being, with a real Central, uh, real, revealed sight, mukhshistik a sight, which means something which you can almost touch, tangible sight. And how do you have this? How do you have this tangible sight and recognition that Hashem creates the world every moment, and therefore the world is totally bottled to Him by thinking about how the world is created yeshmiyayin? Like we said, if it's, if it's yeshmiyayin, it must be created every moment by Hashem. Only something which is yeshmiyayin has its own metzias. But if it's Yashmi'ayin, then it has to have the Koyach Machadish, the Ayin, every moment, being Shefeya, flowing into the Yash, bringing its existence into being. So therefore, thinking about Yashmi'ayin brings you to this recognition, but you can see clearly, tangible sight, how the world is totally bottled to Hashem, the, and, and that's the Indian of Hashem Echod, of Krishma. So how do you bring yourself to that recognition of, of Shema? Only through pre- pre- prefacing the Avoida of of Because we said that any the any type of gili that you're gonna have, you're gonna experience in your Hasaga Likus, 
and your comprehension of godly, godliness, which is the comprehension of the whole creation, is Yashmi Ayin, is only going to be through your bittel, which you brought beforehand, brought up beforehand through Pesukah Dezimna. And also another way of witnessing divinity in a tangible way within creation is Ashkacha Pratis, when you see how everything Hashem is guiding in His individual providence, His specific providence over every single detail of creation. And you recognize that in your day-to-day life, how Hashem's hand is always involved in everything. How do you come to that recognition? Because any time you're going to experience of Gilead Elikos, which includes Hashkacha Pratis, recognizing Hashem's Hashkacha in the world is only through the bittel which you preface beforehand in Pesukah Dezimna. Any type of Gilead. So therefore, you have to have be from partake of the of the preface, the preparation of Halal of Pesukah Dezimna, of the greatness of Hashem, which brings about a hill, which is also affects within the person a bittel, that that will bring about the amshacha, allow a person to have a gilia lekus within his mind, and that gilia lekus is when you say Shema, and you realize Hashem Echad, Hashem is one, that all the world is totally nullified to Hashem, which is expressed in the ideas of Yesh that Hashem creates the world every moment, therefore the world doesn't have an independent existence, so all the world is totally bottled to Hashem, and also recognizing how Hashem is evolved in every detail of creation, Ashkach Pratis. So that is the end of the Mimer and the meaning of the, that I should be, my portion should be from to take part in the experience of the, prep, the preparation, the preparation of Sukkot the Zimra every day. Only through this, prepar- this preparation of Sukkot the Zimra can you come about to the revelation of divinity and have the experience of recognizing Hashem Echad.